Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. That's right, you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. That's tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. And also, you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like. Once again, for the A7FL 3-on-1 podcast, how's it going, everybody? I'm Matt Ryan, and joining me, as always, are two of my favorite human beings. You know them. You may like them, or you may know them. It is you Big may Bob Fabian. them. God damn it. I'm sorry. God. I, gotta start, I gotta start the show off God. with earlier car crash as possible. <laughs> Just every week, every I ask week. myself, when is it going to happen? <laughs> where where in my day is Corey Hammond going to Corey Hammond me and it happens Rob can it our our group chat is messy very much on a daily basis and what would you 60, think the ratio yeah what do you think the ratio is text to text uh, in terms of messiness um, no, I would say in terms of volume of the amount of text per person out of 10 uh, Oh yeah, that's easy. That's an that's easy money. Uh, Corey is sixty five percent. Yes, I am thirty (laughs) percent. And Roberto Bachata Bob Sangria Bobby is five percent, if that. (laughs) I think Jess is like two point five percent of that. And 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 I'm thinking half of Rob's responses are by his fiance, because at, at varying points it's just LOL. <laughs> Y'all and fucking emojis. crazy. Yo, Matt, how are you calling me out like this? Yo, that's crazy. Yo, that's Even crazy. worse, I'm gonna make it true. How about today, Matt, when it was just randomly 530-530, and we were like, wait, you want to record at that time? Oh no. I was walking Wrong this text. was yesterday, and we were I was flyering. I was in Park Slope for Catalyst Wrestling. Buy tickets at catalystwrestling.com. Oh, that's catalystwrestling.com. Uh and I get a. Te- we're talking about the person who was supposed to be our guest tonight. Still, may be our guest, Snag Sosa. Uh, second time, and Rob's face tells the story there. Um, and we're texting, and Rob just sends us five thirty. And I'm standing on a street corner, wondering what the fuck five thirty. It's wow, after baby. five o'clock. Right. Uh, listen, I was so listen. A friend of mine asked me when the state game was for the local high school. I ignored him. I'm such a bad text. I ignored him for the better part of like four hours. And it was like 445. And I was like, shit, 530. And I just texted, not realizing I was texting the group chat. <laughs> I'm not a great texter, bro. Like, that's yeah, yeah, no, that's you're terrible hey, at it. Hey, I actually explains a lot now. I feel a little bit Listen, better, actually. No, you got you guys want to over under what what do you think my unread text message number is? Uh 74. 40, 42. Ooh, 42. I'm gonna go. 
Okay, I'm gonna be nice and give throw you guys a slight bone. It is an absurd number. So no. <laughs> so it's still hold without going over. 389. 150. I said it's an absurd number. 867. Matt, I said it's an absurd. <laughs> Jesus, pal! You already snow. You guys want to see how many unread text messages I have? Yes, I'm going to put you on the big screen on YouTube. Bro, how? How do you... You own an Android. That phone would break. So, wait, you're just one away from 1,500? Hold on. It's because I... It's because I'm going to text you personally. Oh, no, you do it. No, it's a race. It's a race. Whoever gets there first. No, I'm going to lose. Corey's losing. Corey's losing. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to show up and win all the time. So I already knew that was, uh, Here's the crazy that was a loss. So I'm not seven, seven of those 1499 come from the group chat. That's 1500. <laughs> and Matt Texas buttholes for the yeah! 15, 1500 unread messages. Man, you USA, you... USA, USA. <laughs> I'm a bad texter, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like sorry. I like that the conceit of this week's show is like, oh, we're going to get snacks. Sosa on the air. We're going to get a whole bunch of questions answered about him going to the U alongside some other Baltimore players. But no, it's just us making fun of the fact that Rob does not answer text messages. I'm the worst, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm the worst. I'm just glad like when it's important, you'll reply. I'll like, reply. Like today, I had a big group text with a bunch of people in production saying, hey, guys, here's what it's looking like for us. We need to have a conversation about this to see how we can move forward in the season. Rob acknowledged that the text happened. Corey replied. (laughs) I was in deep negotiations with our producer of the Games of the Week, Alex Boom Boom Silberman, who you all know and love. If you you watch the Games of the Week, you'll at some point hear Alex yell at me, go to break, you dumb motherfucker. He said it at least 16 times just during the Vegas season. And there's a lot. And I'm here. I'm here. The whole conversation. The spice is life going on right now. I'm going to assume that last week's podcast did not play well. Uh, Shout out to Jess for being the ultimate sport at the end of last week's podcast that we did live on Valentine's Day. That was great. Yeah. And shout out to Jess for being the ultimate, ultimate pro and stepping in when needed. Uh, Shout out to her for making our merch as well. And we're going to hopefully have that bye-bye shirt coming up soon. And that'll be one shirt. Well, two shirts for me, two shirts for Corey, then old three shirt Bob over here. I have three shirts. Well, hus hus. Then you have okay. the podcast one where it's all of our stupid faces. All three of us, right? And then, yeah, okay. And then there's the generic, you know, the generic A seven FL shirts. And then there's Thick Boy Season. There's I'll Try featuring the wonderful face of Corns Hammond. And then Corn. there's your shirt, Bobby. The uh, the hus hus shirt. And yeah, yeah. So wave to the people, blow them kisses. But love you guys, love you guys. I'm telling you, I would buy a Thick Boy Season shirt. I mean. And if Corey's talking, you're muted, buddy. So, it's a fucking an award winner. Can you hear me? There we go. Well, because everybody could hear what was going on in my house. So, I was checking to see if it was my computer audio or the headphone audio. I don't even know what they were saying. And the, the face my wife is giving me, I'm sure everybody 
Nothing crazy. We just heard we just heard external noise. Yeah, it was it very much Charlie Brown's teacher or any adult at, on Charlie Brown. At, at, at this time of night, it's usually my son getting reprimanded for something. So, you know, is he, is he on, is he on the, the TikToks? Is he on the TikToks? That's not what's getting him in trouble. Usually it's his, uh, his, his I'm a grown ass man at 14 uh, attitude because oh. he has a girlfriend. But uh, oh, no. I, I, Corey's I, got kids. Hashtag. I, I sucked from the ages of like 13 to 22, but that's a long being time. A four, but being 14 years old and having irrational confidence is such a dangerous thing because it's we also all know good for making decisions when you're in the pocket and you have to make that split second decision. So you know it's a it's a give and take. Yeah, yeah, it's the balance of life. And you and Jess are fantastic parents, so his head's on the right shoulders. But he's also a football star with a girlfriend, so. That'll, well, that'll happen. I don't, a, I don't know if I'm a. I don't know if I'm a. That's that. Well, I don't know if I'm a fantastic parent, but you already know that I'll try. Oh, goodness gracious! Oh goodness! Can can we, I get you something we, clarified? We're we're not even ten minutes in. Yeah, this is this is the, the the episode title is probably off the rails for an hour and a half because I think we're we're gonna set a record. But can I get clarification? Because I'm an old man and I just realized I have no idea how to pronounce the word G-I-F. It's GIF. I it's always G- called it's it, supposed to be GIF, but I, it's GIF. I always GIF. called it GIF. And before it's, it was popularized by, you know. Yeah, it was GIF. Going right? Right. That was always GIF. And then you me. heard one person say GIF and you were like, I think I like it better. GIF. So what is the actual like. If you went the to the creator of the file type calls it GIF. Every normal sane person calls it GIF. GIF, but... GIF is peanut butter, man. I don't know what Exa- you're talking about. My man, you get it. You get it. Yeah. But GIF is definitely speaking of things that can be smooth or chunky, last week's podcast got got great. the people. So we did the our own podcast, which you're listening to or watching now. And one of the most listened to, most watched podcasts in show history. Shout out to Quattro Huffin, who asked if the podcast was happening tonight. Uh, good thing we didn't do it live because, who uh, that would have been an interesting one. But we had a lot of conversations about that. And then the like two days later, we ended up doing the Vegas podcast and joining Chris Vera, Derek Duncan, and uh, Commissioner Casey Cox for the fall pro team setting the road for March 26th. And there's a lot of players who are happy with what we said, unhappy with what we said, and genuinely just wanting to get on the podcast and speak their mind. Corey, Rob, from the player perspective of the last two weeks, what are things you're hearing and what are some of the things you think are starting to leak out as we're almost 30 days away. This Friday, the 24th, marks 30 days until the start of the season. What are some of the things going around? What's some of the scuttlebutt? Um, those The Vegas guys are, like, very excited. Um, they're doing a lot of weird things. There's some people I don't. I don't. What do you? What do you mean? Oh, you got to You can't. You can't just say weird things. That just means like they're practicing with banana cream pies. Like what? What? What are we doing here? 
Like clowns, oh. come on. <laughs> but um, they're like <laughs> there's people retiring. <laughs> there's people like pseudo retiring. People proclaiming, you know, they're gonna be the best ever that we've ever seen. I've I've gotten a few inboxes of of guys I didn't think would be happy with, you know, what I said, but a lot of the guys are actually pretty happy with the things I said and how I challenged the panel to really give it some thought over who the best quarterback in Vegas um is. And I, you know, we made some very good points. Um, as far as the episode goes, I really do think. Vegas as a whole enjoyed that episode and I was very happy to do it with you guys and you know thanks for Derek and Casey and, and, and Chris for having us Chris is his name right yes okay oh my god I thought I called him something else all right good um I didn't appreciate how Casey kicked us out the group chat I felt <laughs> I, I think felt they like, do that every week I think that's like do. for that week's guest no they I do I felt, I felt so I felt there, hurt there's like, there's is, there's a gif right there and then I took that personally, right? That's that's a, that's a Jordan GIF or is it a Jordan GIF? I would love I would love if if that turned into like the feud this year. And I took that personally. <laughs> that and is just Rob, Big Rob and Casey in this for no reason in a supermarket. Yeah, it is angry. I'm angry at KC for kicking me out the group chat. I'm not angry. I just I was like, damn, what did I do? And I was like, oh shit, it's over. I'm so oh, duh. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, you thought practically and like, oh, like a person. Yes. And I, yeah. I saw that and I'm like, no, that makes sense. But there's a little bit in my brain. It's like, oh, we, we did something. Because <laughs> oh, we, we, we did up, huh? walk into that podcast like, oh, we just did an episode of the three on one and those guys were there and it was fun. It but was very fun. Rob, Rob was in his fucking bag. And like we discussed it after the show. Yeah. Hence the messiness of the group chat. And it's just, I forgot to do the percentages earlier. 85% of the messiness comes from Corey and Rob. But there's that sweet little... Fi- Rob, Rob don't look, don't... It's a combined 70% of it's Corey. Okay, that last 15% it. is you. I'll take it. I'll you take and it. I basically equal 30%. I'll take it. Corey is 70%. This this is a this is a like I think a 70 week tease. But guys, <laughs> honestly, seriously, is the bonjour lyrics that I put out there not absolute flames? Absolute flames. Nobody's gonna get that reference, but you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. I buddy, I've stopped trying to figure out what you're saying for the last two years. I have called a sufficient amount of football with the both of you. And there are varying points where I'm like, all right, Corey's just going to be Corey for a while. And we appreciate it. And Corey completely off camera right now. Tinyurl.com backslash (laughs) H7Mersh. Oh, and starting next week, we are going to have a sponsor. Uh, Our new sponsor will be Skillshare. So we'll have a link in the description and a bunch of cool stuff. From our friends over at Skillshare, and you'll see graphics and all that other fun shit. Um, but yeah, sponsors finally. We've been doing this podcast since July, like right after the season ended, and we're a month away from the A7FL season. We talked Sorry. about the schedule two podcasts ago, but we really didn't get a chance to to digest the fact that a lot of these games are gonna be very interesting and we're gonna have a lot of fun but I can't figure out what's the most fun week 
Hmm. Just looking at it on paper. I mean, I, I could tell you a few fun games that I'm excited to see. I don't know if they fall in the same week, though. Well, what what are they? Um, off right off the back, I mean the the chip rematch is going to be a fun game. Um, and I mean for both states, I'm talking pit bosses versus um forces and forces versus kryptonite i'm looking forward to, to both of those games those are uh, those are going to be really fun like week one as we discussed it's going to be the you and the snow tribe Corey starting things off <laughs> that's gonna be fun with Any a new addition Corey... basically a trade went down <laughs> talk where, to me where kenneth stewart is now a snow tribe member and what? it looks like and it where looks did you see like that eddie pettyote is going to the renegades is that well, something that I I, I might have heard that? I'm not sure if that's a thing. The 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 confirmation is that uh, according to sources is that Kenneth Stewart is currently a free agent. Um, I know that uh, you know he's, really? he's he's speaking with uh, Snow Tribe representatives and representatives from other um, New Jersey teams. I don't think that there's any confirmation where he's landed unless you just saw something that I didn't see. And if we're also, you know, putting stuff out there, just cause I was looking for it while we were talking about the Vegas guys, um, I would be remiss because I was the one who threw the name out there and Derek just went with me cause he trusted me. And I, uh, I betrayed his trust in this instance, but when we were talking about the center for the pit bosses and we said it was Gabe Ruiz, it was actually Brandon Socorro. So I actually, he reached out to me. He said, Hey, that's me. Not, him you know can we get that adjusted so uh you know check that off all right said i would do it all right we're done with that so um yeah <laughs> we had we had a we had a trade uh, of sorts i mean it, it is for sure confirmed that eddie pettyote um was actually out there uh this sunday in the renegades u scrimmage which i uh heard some uh, of the information from and uh it was cp3 <laughs> under center for the renegades and i think that was made official um renegades from what my sources tell me renegades uh you know management will say that the the the, the guys who run that squad um informed both of the guys you know and it was official at that point um the other was just kind of conjecture and guys opinions um and then that prompted kenneth uh, to, you know, declare as a free agent to see what he could do. And there's a couple of interesting opportunities for him. And, you know, he's he's a very good player and he's willing, at, like you said right now, to, uh, to play wide receiver, which is, you know, what made him, you know, a, a memorable name uh, before last season as, as the starting quarterback for the Renegades. But he's also, you know, very capable at both. So, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how that progresses as the uh, season is fast approaching. Well, why not stay on the Renegades as their wide receiver? Uh, I spoke with Kenneth personally, but I didn't get a sense of what he felt comfortable with me sharing. Uh, so okay. what I will say is that uh, from what he told me, uh, there is reasons and he has his own reasons, but I'll let him articulate those if he ever wants to uh, publicly um, himself. And of course, and until he, you know, comes up, not up here, but until he clears that up himself, we're just going to assume he left because he lost the quarterback spot to CP3. And and that's fair. That's why I left. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't even technically lose it, but the writing was on the wall that I was a bridge and this was the the, the option that they wanted to succeed. And you already know that Corey Hammond ain't no bridge. 
except for when I go to the Hawks late in the season and they put in a running back that's never started a quarterback over me. But that's another story. So can you give us some more information about what happened during that scrimmage? And you said he left before the scrimmage started or was it like the scrimmage started? They told him then um, he left. What I will say is, is that I also talked to CP3 today and, uh, you know, a personal friend of mine, we were, we were talking about stuff and, you know, I'm just trying to get a sense of a lot of what's going on, but uh, you probably could figure out why I'm asking about uh, you scrimmages. <clears throat> uh, so uh, uh, CP3 said that uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a new look renegades. They got a lot of guys on that roster. They're trying to figure out, you know, with, with a lot of the, you know, the, the combinations of some of those, those Hawks guys and guys that are coming back that were not there that are back now. And, you know, kind of, kind of trying to find it, uh, find the rotation of guys and who guys are getting there. And it was uh, a relatively quick scrimmage is what I was told. Um, you know, I, I was told that the U, you know, made some adjustments. A lot of the names that we were kind of like with the conjecture stuff for a, a New Jersey scrimmage uh, were not there. So I don't know what that means. Um, obviously if they're, you know, the Baltimore guys, like we were, you know, alluding to, as well as trying to get on the show snags, <laughs> you know, the fact that they're in Baltimore, you know, them not making a scrimmage in New Jersey doesn't necessarily mean anything, no, but, uh, but it was that. interesting to hear, you know, basically from the words of Corey Price is that their defensive line doesn't seem like it's any, any worse than it's always been. So, you know, for all the talk that we talk about the one player last week, which is maybe the most important player for the roster, um, if they have a defensive line that can put pressure on quarterbacks consistently week in and week out, it's still going to be a very competitive team that we could expect a, you know, a hard game from every week. And from my week one, the, the opening matchup, you know, in the games of the week, uh, I'm really excited because like I tell people, I don't, you know, I don't play Madden on rookie. So I, I sometimes would prefer it all pro, um, but it's, it's going to, it's seeming like it's going to be all Madden week one. For the, e, for the ENJ Bowl. For so, the ENJ so Bowl. Let, let's ask you some questions because apparently we're not going to get too much. How much more info do you have on how the scrimmage went down? Like, was it competitive? The new look you without the Baltimore guys, right. did they still have the feel of the old you? You understand? They're gonna be, are they going to be competitive? Are they not? Like, ah. it's a scrimmage. What I what I will confirm is that the information that I got is that the U were the team that scored the more you know technical points. It was a ten play offense, ten play offense situation, and then and then what I you know and it was only a couple of drives back and forth. So it was, like I said, it was a quick scrimmage. It was you know relatively uh, hard to kind of gauge, I guess, because obviously the the U guys are probably you know the guys that showed up are the you know the mainstays that you would assume would show Can up. Can we confirm who that quarterback was? Uh, from what I heard, that quarterback is the original quarterback and maybe Ooh. the, you know, quintessential player, so, like you right. player, if it's not, you know, Quattro Huffin, it's definitely uh, mm -hmm. Kareem Moon. So that's what I heard. And then, you know, there's a Willie Mayweather sighting, which, you know, oh. that could be. And I, you know, I don't want to break too much ground because, you know, I didn't get this from specifically you, but, but, you know, when you see Willie Mayweather and you're on the Renegades, you recognize who it is. And then they had to try to tackle him. And at times I heard that even though the Renegades defense is there, um, you know, in Samad, I heard uh, the linebacker that, that 
<laughs> I wish he was on my team still. But uh, Samad, the, the linebacker number five for the Renegades, who Corey Price says is because he's relatively new to the Renegades too. He says, "Yeah, that guy can hit." Yeah. He so can. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, yeah, that's a good linebacker right there. So you know, I think that uh, what we could expect from the U is what you might assume we w- could expect from you is is that they were successful okay. before they opened up the offense to be this, you know, like this this high powered, you know, quick, you know, hurry up type of thing that they became almost dominant with, um, you know, when they have, you know, good big backs. And from what I hear, you know, I'm not sure, but one of their big backs is D train, right. You know, if, if they're adding a Willie Mayweather to a D train, it's a huge and- pickup. It's a, it's a good pickup. They lost <laughs> Debo to, to BIC. Um, he went back to BIC. So Willie Mayweather for Debo, or ice cream truck. I keep calling him Debo. What the hell's wrong with me? Ice cream truck. Um, that that that's not a bad switch. Like, that's not the worst thing that you know can happen. No, and, and we know? talk about the we talk about you know the the disappointment we felt in the Hawks team that I was a part of last year because of on paper what it was. One of those right. things that on paper looked great was Willie Mayweather, and you know he's a really great running back. And when he had the opportunity to in the right situation, he was still he making still. plays. Right. But you know there there was a couple of times where it felt like you know because there you know we don't. You know, there was a lot of things going on there. He at times last year, even, you know, with the talent that he had, had some missteps. So I think getting back on track, you know, getting back in the league consistently and and being on a team like the U, I think is going to get Willie Mayweather back on the national, you know, attention scan, you know, span. And and he's one of those running backs that when we talk about, like, who's the better ones in the league, you you can't look past them because, you know, there's a lot of other reasons why the Chiefs won the championship, yeah, but, but when the Chiefs became, but, what, but, but when the Chiefs became like the the really serious, you know, competitive team, it was even before they joined with you know the other guys that kind of took them over the top. It was basically they were giving the ball to Mayweather and he was doing special things. So you know we're talking about a player added to a, a U roster that you know nothing's like like it was funny. Uh, a O Burton tagged me because uh, of the. <laughs> Because of the Ryan Shamar episode in which I asked him outright, is 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 Huff gonna uh lace up? And I oh, guess shit. I was right. You did it, you did ask. Because we, we and, were hearing uh, rumors since back then. Yeah, yeah. it started like the day after the season started. Yeah, we were we were hearing a lot of crazy rumors since back then. And what was funny is, is 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 the way that I said it, and I quote, Hey, nobody likes me anyway. And then I went into the question. <laughs> so uh now that you know, now that you know, Ryan Shamar said it himself. There's no way you can replace a player like Quatrell Huffin. Facts. But one of the ways, one of the ways maybe you can, you know, start to rebuild is look at your roster and say, hey, if we if we dominate with the run game like we did in the early U years, you know, our defense is still going to be those same guys that are, are right. really tough to beat. So, you know, uh, as the Snow Tribe, we're we're working. I'm working, and uh, I like that. We're ready I like for that. week one. You just helped my segue because that's the next team I want to ask you about, Corey Snow Tribe Hammond. <laughs> Are you confirmed to be the starter for the Snow Tribe at this point right now? I mean, that's not my decision to make. You're you're asking the podcaster to shift it immediately into the player. And uh well, I'll, I'll I'll give you a buffer then. I'll give you a buffer to process that. Sure. No, Rob, I, I, I'm ready to ask answer the question. I, I'm all right. Well, answer the question, then I have my own question. All right, so I'm trying to, trying to help Rob, you out. 
I'm fuck them up, man. Fuck them up. Rob, as as a as a member of the Snow Tribe, you know the, what this year is about is that everybody's got a, a job to do, and you got to earn your spot and earn your place. So I'm showing up to practices. I'm you know doing what I can, and uh, we had a really good we had a really good showing on Sunday. Um, you know I found a, a couple of guys that you know I was starting to build chemistry with, and it's really not my decision what I'm doing. I just know that I I got to focus on myself. If I keep getting better, you know, that's why I lost all the weight. That's why I've been working out every weekend. Um, I'm just trying to be the best me I can be. But I will say this, Rob, Ant Live, literally after one pass, you, you've you probably seen this. He jumped up and screamed, fucking yeah, Corey. So I think I think I'm doing okay. I, you know, there's, there, you know, there's still, there's still a chance that maybe they're going to land a uh, huff if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're still trying that, you know, they're, they're thinking that if, if Dion yeah, talks to Josh Allen and Josh Allen from the <laughs> Buffalo Bills actually makes uh, some overtures and is like, listen, man, I, I, you know, I'll show up personally to your like cousin's baptism or some shit. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, be mad. I wouldn't hey, be mad if they get he, just pull, I mean, he pulls up look. in a snow tribe, like blazed Lambo, like the That's snowman's weird. on the hood of it. It's just iced out completely. He shows up in a snow tribe, a snow, look, I, snow tribe colored suit. Look, I got it's his I got sister's the cousin's quinceanera. They gave me the free cleats. If you look on here, there's a 91 because I got the free cleats. These are these are game worn NFL cleats, which basically means they're just used cleats from an NFL player. That was like, these are trash. I don't need them more than once. <laughs> and uh, then I endeavored them up. But that's what I got. I, uh, apparently, it's uh, like Dobby you know, and his sock. Corey's a free quarterback now. <laughs> and Dobby means Dobby means two things. Because if you go endeavor, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt oh, doesn't even know what he did. Matt bullshit. doesn't even know what he did. He just, Dobby he just is the son of that character. Of endeavor. Yeah, he was double on Chandon. I could have said like Leon Schnickelfritz Johnson the fifth, and he'd be like, oh no, in episode three, scene two. <laughs> no, no, that does half no, a frame in. No. He's right there. No, but if you said Kach, if you said Kachan Bakugo, I would have been like, yeah, that's that's the that's the one for one comparison to deck right, right, Rob. He's why he's no, but what, I, but what I was saying was not the anime reference. What I was actually saying is, is that I got the shoes. Quattro Huffman was offered the Lambo, and he still said no. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who who would be? Oh well, no, Matt, you had a question well, before I. Go. My question was, is this the most parody we've seen in the Northeast? in forever because we're talking about all these teams like they have a shot at making the eastern playoffs and you know i don't want to go playoffs a little too early with the snow tribe or the animals but unlike last season we're having a legitimate convert we didn't have the podcast last season but we're heading into the season with some expectations for those teams Unlike last year, where I feel like all three of us, before we became the three of us, would have said those teams are going to show up and play football outside of that. Right. Can't tell you a goddamn thing. Right. I'm, I mean, it is the most parody we've seen. If I'm, if I'm being honest with you, we've this. these are the most moves we've seen from one team to another. There's new teams being created, um, weaker teams getting strengthened. Like, it's, it's a big move. And again, like, with a guy like, listen, you, gotta, you guys got Dion. He can get anyone, and that was going to be one of my other questions. Like, who can he though? Because they, no, here's what I I'm heard, saying. I heard they really tried for I would be too. I'm just saying, Dion still has connects. You get what I'm getting at? Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't know anything to reveal anything, 
but I know Dion being who he is still has connects to people who used to formerly play for another league. And if Dion flexes those connects, we might not be looking at the same snow tribe. We might not even be talking about them the same way. It might get dark out there for some teams. It's going to get snowy is what you're saying. Snowy. Very Winter snowy. Winter is coming. For real. And, Just imagine and I see a that as a old thing. emojis posted all over our, our page and it's like your snow tribe just beat the you it's real like that's gonna be insane the day that happens i think is the day where and this is not an indictment on the snow tribe and this is kind of more of a thing that i think will happen in the next few years the tone of the narrative in this league is going to shift to sure. anybody can win it and i think we're getting to that point that's because Kenny Stansberry and Carl Meisner have set a standard alongside Ryan Shamar in building teams. But now it's about consistent turnover because right. it gets to a point where a Quattrell Huffin gets tired or feels like he needs to start something new. And it leaves the you trying to answer questions with players that came to them via happenstance. Like it is very interesting that the way that the DMV division became the DMV division and set up these scenarios for a snag Sosa to go to the U for an OG buck to go to the U, you know, there's Lenny Manziel that we don't even have a lot of answers on, on where right. we're going to see him play. And, and I heard a lot, mind you, you just said that, right? I'm hearing what's that other Baltimore watchman, the watchman. I'm hearing they told up. I'm hearing what's a lot crazy. of guys went over there. What's crazy is, is that the Northeast is, is, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to break down to the top six from the whole Northeast, which is Boston, oh, which is shit. all of New Jersey, which is the, the DMV, top. right? Right. So, so the bracket, which we showed on the playoff show. It's I the mean, three, on the six, schedule four, five is kind of like the play-in for that New Jersey division, right? So on June 11th would be the number one seed in the Northeast playing the bottom seed of the DMV or Southern New Jersey divisions. Then the top second seed playing the second seed that would be slotted one through four, and one then four. and then basically a Florida knockout round because that's a part of the Eastern Conference. Mm. The next week would be the Northeast Divisional Championship, so the best team from New Jersey, Massachusetts, or Maryland and Washington playing Boy, against yeah. playing against each other. And then the two Florida teams that survived the knockout round the week before moving on to the conference championships where it would be Florida versus the Northeast. And it's breaking so, down that way for ooh. Ohio and Nevada and Los Angeles. Oh, so Florida doesn't, Florida doesn't actually get a chance to upset anybody outside of Florida until the that, final four. The yeah. Final four. Yeah, so Nevada, oh. Nevada and Los Angeles don't play Ohio until the conference championship, and the same thing for the Northeast versus Florida. But what's interesting for me about the Northeast is the way it breaks out is that the only two teams that play each other twice are the D.C. Buzz, I believe, and the Watchmen. So those two games are going to be pivotal, uh, excuse me, pivotal, and whoever kind of takes control of who's the better team out of the DMV, that, that Maryland right. division. Because it's head-to-head head first, right? Well, 
they're also they have the two games. So if, if for instance, if the DC Buzz are better than the Watchmen, and they get to play them twice, that's two wins. Yeah, I mean it's basically a race to four. So if you get two wins against the one opponent, you're kind of a leg up. And and for for teams like the the two teams BIC and the U, they have the the seven games. That also is crazy because then that extra game, if it ever matters with those two teams, they do have the percentage points. So let's say they get four wins in the U. If they have a different amount of losses than a team that only played six games, then it's a different seating. So it's it's gonna it's gonna get really interesting, especially in the Northeast, as there's the six spots and that's gonna shrink down to the four and then the two and then the one. But for specifically for that DC. That's going to create a potential rivalry very, very quickly oh, as that quick. as that Baltimore um, division kind of you know morphs and and mutates into what it what it may be is 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 two relative super teams, which we always know no matter what like the combination of talent you know you find teams that that eventually find a way to become dangerous and you know with with teams like the the Omegas, the Rollers. You know, we, we can't look past a team in the Boston team that, yeah, they're an expansion team, but they got an NFL player, they said, right? And the J-Rollers. The yeah, J-Rollers got yeah. a J-Roller. So, right. I mean, there, there's a lot to still be determined. And I think, um, you know, week in, week out, every single team on both sides of the country and up and down are going to have to bring their A game. I'd actually like to do something, Matt. Is is there a way – you have the schedule in front of you by any Yes, chance? I do. Okay, there's something I used to love doing when I played. Um, the schedule dropped, and I can read the schedule and tell you what our best record would be and what our worst record would be. Win dog, lost dog? Pretty much. And the thing is, we showed Vegas so much love. We can give them a pause. We showed Vegas a lot of love. I'd love to do that for the Northeast right now. So let's let's do it. We got <clears> – <throat> we'll go through all the Northeastern games. Well, we've got the – I will abdicate any snow tribe game because I am focused on one week at a time. But uh, if it doesn't, right, we'll, we'll let team, you opt out. I used to have to opt out. Yeah. I used to have to opt out of the U game, so, so we'll let you opt out. So we'll go. We'll go in order of what I have on my schedule. Okay. First game was March twenty sixth. That's opening day. Bic against the Renegades. Want to know? BIC. Okay, so I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is BIC. Wanna know? Renegades. Let's let's just wait, take a quick pause just to kind of check in because this is a good way to check in. Rob, in, is there any way that the defensive line that the probably the only defensive line that's ever given Sterry any bit of actual hesitation before trouble, you even finish the, the sentence? No. Okay, we're moving on. Fuck no. Hell no. But, but that's that that'll be the check and balance. Like we're gonna say yeah, no, for BIC sure, is for the sure. favorite. For but sure. do they have a chance to lose that game? BIC no. And a hey, renegades, bullet bulletin board material. Do your thing. I don't care. <laughs> and we move on to our second game. It's the you and the snow tribe. That'll actually be our first game of the well, year. Let's do let's do the let's do all of the BIC. So all, we BIC. all right, so we'll all right, yeah. so we'll do all the okay. BIC then. Okay. Okay, yeah. So BIC week two against the Watchmen. Okay, but what if that's the Baltimore Super Team? Let's say, even though we're not allowed to say those names, it's it's a it's a crocodile-ish type of animal, 
and it's a it's a it's let's let's say it's it's, it's an extinct type, right? So we yeah. combine the crocodile and the extinct cool. type, and now it's yeah. a watchman. What if that's the best possible team with the quarterback that we're hearing is what maybe the best possible quarterback from that division? It well, all sounds I, good. Win dog, lost dog. Those guys been getting their ass kicked for two, three years straight, bro. Nothing's gonna change. And they're gonna oh, need to get they're gonna need to get the rhythm and cadence really quickly with get yeah, like it's under by this point we're at the 30 day mark of the season it's on friday they have to get their team together in 30 days i think that team can be a problem in the playoffs but to completely be honest with you i'm not sure by week two to play the defending champions in new jersey on national television i don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off so it should be two and up yeah two and up. so uh week three bic against du Ugh, shit. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. Maybe for, it's fair to say that this is maybe the worst case scenario is they lose this. Is they lose this one, and so, that's that's how we believe what, that they should what win. What makes you right? think that the BIC could lose this game? We we gotta just be like that's how I used to look at it, right? We're looking at the schedule. We're looking at who's the most competitive teams. If we took a loss here, how how bad would it be? Worst possible schedule or worst possible record. And that's one of the games I would mark down as this is a must-play game, a must-win game, and worst comes to worst, we lose this game. That's, that's really one Rob, all that's one that's one Rob wakes up to and drives through. That's basically what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're saying they should be three and oh, worst case, they're two and one. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, week four A. All right. So hold yep. on. I'm gonna put it at two and one. The next week is the Watchmen. Uh, pardon me. The 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 BIC take on Boston. So that makes them, in my opinion, three and one. Yeah. So four and zero, oh, three and one, right? Yeah. So yeah. Likely they'll be four and zero. Oh. Yeah. Likely they'll be four and zero. Oh. Yeah. The next week would be against the Rollers. Fun game. I actually can't wait to watch that one. But five and zero, oh, four and one. Okay. All right. One. All right. That gets you are, us. To you week already six. know what week seven is. Yeah. Week six is BIC against the animals. So, how much do you standing. believe in your guy? I believe in Huff. I just don't believe in that team. I still think they're undefeated. Six and oh, five and one. So, all right. So, that gets us to our final regular season game against the Snow Tribe. Lost dog. No, go ahead. Um, I think BIC can go undefeated this year in the regular season. Best I don't case scenario. Yeah, best yeah. case scenario, they go undefeated. Worst case, they lose a close game to a new look you that no one no one understands yet. All right, well, do you game. wanna do you we'll wanna go do the U next? Do you yeah, wanna we'll do, do the U next? Do the U next year. All right. So week one against the Snow Tribe. Lost one dog. One and oh. Week two against the Buzz. Oh, damn. Where is that game? That yes. game is in Jersey. That game is at Asbury Park. So that also that means will that be, that'll be a Maryland game of the week. That's an away Maryland game, though, right? Look, you know all what those guys are driving up there together. <laughs> that's an away game for the Ye. The yeah, U will be there. That's going to be a very competitive game if – um the buzz load up like i hear that they load up loaded up but i'm still giving the edge to the you all right so that gives them two and oh 
They head into week three, and that is against the BIC. So does that make them 2-0, 3-0, The best case scenario is they still lose the BIC. Really? So they well, we had them as the well, only conditional I mean, loss. I, listen, listen, I know I know what I said for BIC, but this is for the U now. <laughs> All the right. So the scenario is they lose to BIC. Okay, so it's two and one. Anybody, two and anybody one, two that's going to put that uniform on actually thinks the best case scenario is still they lose to BIC. I think that they think they have a chance against BIC, and rightfully so. They're, they're, it's not that they don't have a chance. Listen, I love those guys. I just I want to chip with them two years ago. They, I'm just a realist. I'm not. Right, I'm not. Fine. A, I'm not Three a guy. I mean, uh, two and one. Three, two and one. Two and one. I'm just saying, like yeah, two and one. To, I got you. I got you. The threat, the chance. New guys kind of Third week, I gave them a chance on the BIC schedule, but on yeah, this schedule, uh, yeah, I guess that's well, why I After that, they have the Watchmen in Jersey. What do we say about that though? Because if it's if it's yeah. the U, like best case scenario, obviously win, right? Best case scenario, they obviously yeah. win. Is that one of those Rob that you look at the U, and that might be something that they have to work with because the U lost in the regular season to the rare breed last year. So when and the extinct when the extinct species right I I get it we crocodiles get it, we right Corey God damn it <laughs> so three and one so three and one three and one uh, sorry two and two Corey and Corey one and two and two I'm not gonna lie Corey just kind of changed things <laughs> up to me by saying that um the you, the, the Watchmen are the swing game because no, the Watchmen yeah. could be a team that's not good they could be one of the best teams that's the crazy. You, Right now, the use worst Max, case where scenario. Are you? <laughs> no, the, the use worst case scenario might be one in three by week four. Worst this case scenario, they, they can get you. I'm giving Corey that one. They might go on a three game slide if by week two they're not ready to deal with a DMV team who has played together while they're still trying to figure it out. If the U doesn't, oh implode, wait, no, you're saying that I definitely have no, never. No, it's not funny. You you said that the team that might give him a, might give him a game, and I misunderstood. I'm talking about the, the goddamn Watchmen. buzz. The buzz. I'm talking about buzz. Bic and Watchmen. I know. Like buzz, you fucking completely. You, you're hurting his feelings. Keep going. No, it's fuel. It's, it, it, I need I need as much motivation at 36 they, fucking years old to do this. They might. They might be. They might already be worst case. Worst case scenario. They might be one in three. Best case. Three and one. Okay, so three and one next. All right, so three and one. I have them at three and one and two and two. Oh, okay. Damn. So after that is the you will be traveling to. Oh no, they'll be playing the animals. Five is animals. Yeah, five is animals. Yeah, they'll be this playing the a, animals. We're yo, Rob. You are absolutely forced right now to say that that's another potential. It is. So it's two and three. It's two and three or four and one. Right, because the best case scenario is they win that yeah. one, right? And the worst case scenario is two and three. So best case scenario, the four and one. Worst case, they're two and three. And that's I think worst case. So that four less than two hundred pound Corey Hammond. Like and the next Corey week, under two hundred pounds. The next week's a bounce back game against the Omegas, so that gets them the five and one or three and three. Okay. And that gets them into the last week of the season, and we'll see in our hypotheticals how this plays out. It's them against the Rollers. Now we don't know much about this role so, team. Best case six and one, worst case four, four and, three. and three. 
And right now that puts them at the hypothetical two seed because we haven't gone through the other teams. Hmm. Well, we went through two teams, so yeah. Well, yeah, outside of the B, yeah. So let's let's do the Schnow Tribe week one against the U. You guys, you guys go. Uh, I love you. Uh, I got the. (laughs) You already know. I got got them all. All right, I got them all in one, Matt. Oh, and what? Yeah, I got them all in one too. You know, I'm just gonna leave up Corey's. Corey, if you're watching on the, if you're not, if you're listening to the audio podcast, Corey just literally walked out and fucking left. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to hear this. No, he doesn't want to hear it. Um, week week two, Renegades against Snow Tribe. I can I can see them going one and one. After one and one, I'm with you. Yeah. one and one. Uh, taking a look now at week three, they play the Boston Omegas. So at worst, they're two and one. Or one and two. Because I think that they can beat the Omegas. I think they'll beat the Omegas. Yeah. So after that, they play the Animals. Now, I don't know about you or your cat, Rob. But (laughs) another week where that cat just shows up. Another week, bro. It's like they're not here during (laughs) the crazy weeks. And then when we're chilling, (laughs) here she comes. Here she comes. They know. It's just perfectly per- if you're listening to this show and you're not watching the video version and just watching this cat straight chill on rob's shoulder i'm a master man like I'm, I'm huge so yes to them i'm you know I, I guess i get it i get it no complaints so after the animals the the bic oh pardon me the snow tribe are off they have a buy in week five week six it's against the watchman so to be completely honest, I think that's a loss. I think they're two and two and one and three. I think they can beat. Here's the thing, right? They have a lot of weapons over there on the Snow Tribe. And these guys, it's a lot of vets over there as well. And I have to give Ant Live credit for being able to put together defenses with not much going. They, they'll at least give competitive games if the Watchmen are not loaded up. Excuse me. I I can see a scenario where the only game they lost so far is against the U. All right. So we move on to week number five. Uh, we, yep. BIC is Snow and Watchman. That's week six. Week seven, it's the BIC and the Snow Tribe. So that's a win. Their, their best <laughs> case, <laughs> their best case scenario fun. has them losing two games. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. Wow. I get some, and I'm gonna make sure I got that right. So it's Snow Tribe, but you Renegades, Omegas at Snow, Animals at Snow, and there by Snow at Watchmen, and then BIC at Snow Tribe. Yep. How'd that go, guys? You uh, we better got, than well, you would think. Yeah, way better than you would think. You guys have a winning record, and if. I'm looking at it right. You guys might be number three in New Jersey. Yeah, you would be three. You would be three if your best case scenario broke out and you and the BIC were there. Let's go to the Renegades. Well, guys, just to let you know, you know, here here at the Raw Wish No Tribe, we're all about doing it the right way. And the right way is just taking it one week at a time. Um, the wins and losses that we talk about in the media and all that kind of stuff are fun. You guys have a great, uh, great show. I really appreciate guys, you know, as, as an avid listener, uh, Matt and Rob, I love you guys. Uh, I listen to you all the time. First time, uh, first time talker. Uh, Boy, if you get the fuck, yeah. and, <laughs> but I will say this is, is 
at the snow tribe we know that you know all the talk means nothing we're about doing it doing jobs so i really appreciate you guys uh you know having the cat involved with the show um i heard rob just you know just passing i was going to actually eat because uh just coming in from karate you know had to hit that uh chicken parm my wife made up Corey's um, insane i'm i'm convinced Corey's insane this no, is that's, sociopath that's, behavior that's the, that's the cliche quarterback speak where I talk oh, for, for a really long yeah. time and say nothing. I can do both. But anyway, is that your new you character? Know. Is that your new That's character? Not, I've been playing that character for a long time. Ask Robin when I was on the table, except for I just had fun with them because I was saying that they were still on the U and he always says we. <laughs> so who do we do next? We are doing the East Orange Renegades week one against the BIC. Uh, I'll consider that a loss for sure. All in one, even with CP three back there, I just don't think they have enough weapons offensively to really get to, to put up the points required to deal with the BIC next week against the snow tribe. Again, snow tribe. That's is it 0-2 across the board that that's a situation where they could win that game. Maybe they lose that game. So let's just be fair. I Best case know. scenario, they win that game. Worst case scenario, they lose that game. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm I'm willing to bet more money on Ant Live's defense because he knows CP3. And the Renegades' offense wasn't uh, offensive line wasn't there for him. Wasn't there for much of the quarterbacks last season. They put no. them in a lot of peril. So even with CP. It's it's Ant's defense versus the offensive line that the Renegades can produce. And if they didn't make any big pickups, I'm seeing CP in the gang starting off at 0-2. And, you know, that second game against Snow Tribe will be a close game, but they'll lose by a score. So if they if it's a close game, though, then best case scenario, they win it. Worst I mean, case I mean, scenario, best, they lose it. Best case. Because that's what the game we're playing. So and, it's 1-1 and yeah. one or 0-2. Yeah, it's just so hard the, for me. yeah, it's hard for me seeing them beat Snow Tribe. That, that's all. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. I, I, oh. I like you playing devil's advocate. I love you guys. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, if we're really, if we're really objectively looking at no. it, we say it's going to be okay. probably a close game. Uh, well, then best the case scenario, week, they win it. Worst case scenario, they lose. Next week, it's against the DC Buzz. I think the Buzz beat them. I, I think. I think that's a, that's scenario. one of those games that for specifically for the Renegades, that's a tough matchup game, right? Damn. Last year they. Last year they came into the season and they were three and zero going into the Renegades in that night game, and we were talking about are the Renegades for real? Are they gonna are they gonna beat the the DC Buzz? Because they were three and zero that week. Yeah, if they beat the DC Buzz. They're four and zero. And and what Whoa. happened was is it was it was the specific matchup that their defensive line couldn't get to Mark Diggs because of the way that the Buzz play offenses that Mark Diggs is going to get rid of the ball right away. Mark Diggs is going to fuck some people up this season. I, I think he's definitely a player to watch. And, and and for that matchup, I think look the other thing I think we should talk about with this specific matchup is that they're you know the the, the Renegades they add a lot of guys they have a lot of guys it is what it is, but that's a revenge game I feel like. Because they got their asses kicked last year. And when you get your ass kicked the year before and you have the same group of guys, they're going to come to that game and they're going to come with a certain want to that is going to be tangible, I think. And although the D.C. Buzz, I think, are one of the teams in this in this eastern, you know, northeastern division to watch to see how good they are, because if, if they somehow become better than the Watchmen, they have those two wins if they get both of those wins and that catapults them above you know some of these other teams that have to fight with all the other teams so i think 
it would be easy to say that the Renegades with that bad matchup, but based on what we saw last year, right? That this is a worst case scenario. They, you know, win best case scenario. It's a close game. Worst case, they get blown out. But I would say based on the revenge factor, I'm going to say the best case is that they're now two and one. Worst case is they're 0 and three. Rob? Pause on your cat, by the way. That's the wrong end, my guy. Did we already get the name of this this one? This I know the other moon. one's gray. Yeah, this one's moon. All right. That, oh, yeah, that's right. We already got moon because we moon. talked about this already. All right. What's up, moon? Don't moon us, please. But um, I can't disagree with what you're saying. I, I really do agree. It's just I love revenge games. I think they make for way more exciting football than people think. So, I mean, worst case scenario, those guys are 0-3, man. Yeah, best case 2-1, worst yeah, case 0-3. Mark Diggs is going to kick a lot of ass this year. So uh, that's rough. The next next week, it will be the Renegades taking on the Rollers. Renegades got it. Yeah, so that's three and one and one and three. So that gives them their their second, well, their third win or their first win, depending on the scenario. Uh, Week four, it's the Animals taking on the Renegades, a 10 a.m. game. Shit. Those that's 10 a.m. games are tough. Yeah, those 10 a.m. Get, games suck, bro. <laughs> oh my god, they suck. Um, you get those, you get those, you get those 7 a.m. calls. You're calling people, you, know, you gotta wake up, man. Really <laughs> Yo, go. we got coffee and munchkins on the field. Get the fuck over here. That would be nice. You just lie because there's never gonna be that. They're never gonna be there. I supply they coffee sometimes. Oh, you we've do. got it. You, you definitely do. Try to be a friend. And we have a guest joining us here on the show that will give us some elucidation uh, in this dancery. But let's finish this off real quick with the Renegades. They are, yeah, it's their last game of the season. So they can end up three and two or four and five, one and four. Wait, so, yeah, so the animals, but are we saying best case scenario is they lose-lose, so the Renegades are going to no, lose No, they the would win-lose win, in that one. So yeah, then it would be awesome. best case scenario, the four and one, and worst case scenario, they're and one next and week, five, or one and, and four. And next wow. week, we'll do the Rollers, the Animals, the Watchmen, and the Buzz okay. to add to our uh, our fun here. But we do have a guest here on the show. And we can't get him on camera Yo, just yet. My voice, my voice, wild. <laughs> it is Stag wild. Sosa. Say Facebook Live. Come on now. Great, like, listen. Great camera quality too. Yeah, that is great camera quality. That's that is great camera. That is some efficient camera camera quality. Right Shout there. out to all the people that listen on the podcast for all the stuff that they're missing on YouTube right now. So check out our a7fl.com. Uh, I mean a7fl YouTube page. Yeah. A7FL.TV. What's up, Snags? What's up, man? What's up with y'all, man? Nothing much. I mean, we've been wanting to get you on for a while. We just we just ran through the the hypothetical you schedule and what your best case worst case scenario was. What was it, guys? That they lost to the the Snow Tribe and then they all had to retire. <laughs> Keep you know dreaming. What Sna- you know what Snags said to me? He was like, "Yo." I was on the phone with him today. He says, I'm watching you right now, Corey. I'm watching film right now. I was like, I was, little, I was like, 
well, man, if you're going to see the same fat-ass quarterback that I used to be, so you ain't missing much. Is my vape okay? My vape, my vape good on the podcast? Yeah, as long as it's, yeah, it's you know, legal. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't advocate vaping, but it's legal. Do you? I mean, you you announce it. There, there's a team from uh, college football lore that was involved with their entrance was a lot of smoke. So if you want to just kind of use that cigarette vape and give yourself a little entrance, what team are you going to be playing for officially, Snags, in the 2023 A7FL spring season? Oh, he did, oh, he did it! He did he it! it he did he, the thing! He put it up. He did the thing! Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's the thing. What was that process like to decide... I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you now. There's a lot of changes taking place in Baltimore, Washington, that whole area. There's two teams where four teams used to be, and we're hearing a lot of things about the Watchmen or the Buzz. You and your brother decided to make the investment in an Easy Pass and take that drive every week. Yeah. What were the conversations with Ryan Shamar about? Was Ryan even involved in those conversations? Talk us through how you went from being one of the most caffeinated dudes in the history of Baltimore football uh, to being now the newest member of the cornerstone franchise of this league. All right, so um, I'm gonna make a long. I'm gonna make a real long story short. I always, I always liked the, the U organization. Um, even playing for Baltimore, playing for the Gators, they always was just like that. They just gave you like that, that fire like that. It couldn't be put out. Now, even though they, yeah, even though they got shut down twice in a, in a, uh, or however many times they lost the championship, they was just like, they was just that, that team. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to go to no other team other than the U if I ever left my city. Right. But speaking on Baltimore, man, um, man, that shit was a disaster, bro. Like it, it was, it was a real disaster. Um, I'm really upset to be honest with y'all. I'm really upset that they that they decided to make a team this late. I'm really upset for real because to be honest, like nobody wants to leave their state, bro. This sure. is a lot of traveling that we about to be doing, a whole bunch. So. I was just like, you know, man, like they wanted to do it last. They wanted to do it last minute. And and now, you know, I ain't going to say no names, but it's a bunch of motherfuckers like, yeah, yo, my fault. I'm sorry. It's a lot of people. Like, I mean, you, you, you can say motherfucker. You can say motherfucker. You can say motherfucker. You are towing the sideline right now. Tiptoe up that thing nice and careful. You know what I'm saying? All right. It's a lot of, it's a lot of guys like now, like, yo, you should, you know, come out, bro. Like, come and it's like, you know, I, not, fuck no, I'm not. like. I, it's too I, late I, to I, be switching teams, right? Yeah, yeah it's too yeah. late. The, Cor- I, the Corey, Hammond, Corey Hammond's learned that in uh, 2020, 2022. You can't be joining the Hawks midway through the offseason. They're going to start a running back over me. But talk. <laughs> That's the fifth time you've said that this podcast. <laughs> and We've it's been on. Corey Hammond. It's no disrespect to Baltimore. Like I ain't disrespecting nobody from Baltimore because at the end of the day, like y'all, you know, we family. Like it's it's no disrespect, but it was just I just feel like that was just a a bonehead decision at the at the end of the fucking 
Like, come on, bro. Like, man, yeah. nobody don't got time for that. I like, think I think we've it. all been on and off record. Like, all, the, the the four of us that are on the show have been on and off record, kind of like, you know, saying that you know a lot of what gone what what went on, and and now we're moving forward. But a lot of what went on, we were very confused about. You know, publicly, privately, all the time. You know, in in intermittently. But now that all the dust is settled and we're kind of moving on, what other dudes can you confirm are going to be joining the you with you that you feel comfortable revealing? And how close are you to the guys that are the, the core of the you, the, the you that just had a, a scrimmage in New Jersey this weekend that that you're going to be able to kind of integrate into a team that, you know, a is losing one of the, the 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 key cogs that made that whole thing go in Huff, but B is looking to add new faces and kind of gel with a with a core that is obviously like you said is one of the most successful organizations in the history of this league. Who are you bringing, and what are the conversations like as you kind of integrate yourself into what I am affectionately calling the. All right, so so a lot of a lot of guys are a, a lot of guys that was originally supposed to come, they they backed out. Right. So I I know for for instance specifically I saw the Wolverine post right Ricardo Freeman. Yeah, um, he backed out. A lot of guys backed out. I uh, I mean I, I you know I don't even know if I don't even know if he even like if they even aired it, but a lot of guys that was supposed to that was supposed to come with us they stayed back in Baltimore with with the Watchers. Okay. So me and my brother, me and my brother going up top, and we, you know, we going, we going to do us. And I quote this: "We winning this shit." Okay, who's who's suiting up at quarterback for the for the U uh, week one against my snow tribe? OG Buck. Now, how often do you think these guys are working with each other so that they can be on the same page, or, or are are you kind of really confident that that's not going to matter as much as we might think it might? I mean, you got to think about this, right? You know, I don't know how well. I don't know how well y'all know Buck, but Buck is one of the smartest quarterbacks that ever stepped on in the field on this shit. Now he might he might run a five nine, but the boy is <laughs> faster than me, and I run faster <laughs> than a five nine. But the, boy, the episode I, title, look, I I disrespect OG Buck enough, I think, for all of us, and I love the guy, and I have a lot of respect for his game. Don't you ever say he runs a five nine? What does that mean? I run a seven eight. <laughs> what Shit, is on a 12 -2? Watch it, watch it, watch it. I'm Yo. on a 4 9 flat. I'm fast for a fat man. Fuck you. Four, nine. Three Yo, stolen I... bases in high school. <laughs> Matt, One I'm of them was home. Three. I'm on a 4 9, yo. 20. But uh, um, 1738, but that's not the point of the conversation. A, a lot of the other guys that supposed to came up there with us, like they, 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 they backed out. So to be honest with y'all, I don't really, I don't really know as much as I thought I did. I genuinely don't know who is coming with with me and Buck. Yeah, I don't man. know whatever that's they still, got. That's totally fair. I, I genuinely, I genuinely don't know. Like, and so I'm just going with. Have you Buck. had? No, I'm gonna be there. Have you had any conversations of what your role is gonna be? I'm a running back, bro. No, we know that you're a running back, and you're one of the the best that has ever come out of the the state of of Maryland in our league. But you've also made an impact, and that's why one of the reasons why you're on Matt's fantasy team, you've also made an impact wherever you can because you're an impact type of guy, right? 
you are the guy that if on a third down they'll you, you'll go in at a D end and rush the quarterback and get a sack. Oh yeah, you are I'm, the I'm guy definitely. that'll oh. that'll leak out of the backfield and catch the ball. So so have you kind of talked about like where your expectations are for how much planning time and what positions or what you can do, or you're just there to ball? All I'm gonna say is this, bro. I'm gonna be all over that fucking field. I don't. I listen, bro. This is. I would say it's my last season, but it might be a lie because I really feel like I got a lot more playing in me. Like I don't. I'm 32 years old. A lot of guys, I've been here since 2015, since 2014, fall, fall season. So I played every season if I wasn't suspended. But I've I've been here like and I still got I still got it, bro. Like I still got this, I still got my youth. So I can't say it's gonna be my last season, but I I like I said, I quote this, bro. We're beating the shit out of everybody that's again in front of us. I like that energy. That the the YouTube comments last week were Fairly consistent with the mantra you're giving now. Especially Quattro Huffman. Huffman. Oh, shit. And, and just to repeat it, because you put it on our comment section, but obviously some of that's lost to obviously our faithful listeners of the podcast on the podcast podcast. But what was your what was your kind of like guaranteed? Because I saw in the comments that you made a guarantee. What was the guarantee if you want to bring it back up or if you want to just leave it to the comments, people can look. I ain't gonna lie, um, Corey. I got, you know, I got, I got dementia, short-term dementia. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so you forgot. No big deal. Room. I think I it was, was some kind of you were you were gonna he was gonna go on your Instagram or Facebook and do a live and say that he beat you or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter if you guys beat if you guys beat me. Someone from the U is pouring E and J on me, so yeah. I'm just trying to get another bet involved. I thought they said so they weren't the they weren't wasting liquor on you, Corey. That's what they said to me. What I say? What I say, Rob? No, I heard that they weren't wasting liquor on Corey by pouring E and J on him. I, I heard they weren't doing that. <laughs> no, it's gonna That's be a big tub of sangria. They're just gonna get sangria <laughs> and sangria. they're gonna pour it all over, pour it all over them, and then bachata music's gonna be playing in the background. And for some reason, K Wack just gonna be there. He's just gonna be mm-hmm. there doing the ro- the robot dance from Chappelle show just I for no that. reason. And no, KWAC, you can't come. You you can't sell your merch on the tinyurl.com backslash a7fl merch. I feel like you tell him this every week. <laughs> yeah, because I have to remind him every week. It's no, his version of Go Home plan. Roger. For real. It's like, yo, or like throwing Jeffrey out the house. Like, bro, <laughs> I get it, bro. I get it. I promise. In I'm our good. career, KWAC's kind of more Jeffreyed me more times than I've ever Jeffreyed him. Hey, but that's I, a different story. I got a special request, real quick, though. Special request, DJ oh. DJ Matt's got you. All right, we've got a special dedication out there to Snags out in Baltimore. Snags, what's your request? Um, I want to give a, a very, a very, very special fuck you to BIC <laughs> and whatever team that Huff played for. <laughs> it don't even matter what team it is, but fuck them. <laughs> I just want to, that's my special fuck you because, bro, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I, I'm a I, I'm I'm a man, and I don't have no problem with saying anything that's on my heart. BIC them, they didn't have me up. They didn't have me on some sleepless nights, man. This year, that that shit ain't happening. Let's bring you back to the 2021 Final Four because that's one of the greatest games I think the the three of us have watched. Right? Can we just marinate in the fact <laughs> of what? Can that you man just, just do said? the? Can you finish the, the the bit by saying, "And that is the special." Man, that's our. A goddamn, it's a goddamn team death dedication. It's coming out of a goddamn up-tempo number. Is that Pachata Bob? Are those the pictures I want to see? 
<laughs> Bill is crazy, bro. That is like, a great I'm Harry Carey. Look at this guy. He's got a vape. He's got a clear water glass. He's, he's vibing. He's just vibing. We've been doing it wrong. All, all we need is Baltimore club music, and it's the three-on-one party night. Let's go. Oh, hey, I mean, Corey, Debbie Debbie Corey, in the you background. Got, Corey, you got to chill. You got a couple guys that want. I really want to give you the beast by Dre, man. You got to chill out. <laughs> they always didn't like me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Week. Every you know what's funny? I, I went and tried to be like an advocate for them, and they basically said uh, what what what's what Snags just said to teams. They said to me and my family, and it's like, all right, that's cool. My bad, right? <laughs> but anyway, I want to say this, bro. Like that's you know that's top of the line disrespect, and I don't I don't agree with that. I don't give a fuck. No, about, of course not. And, and I don't we, give a we fuck also that's yeah. some shit from anybody from Baltimore or Jersey, like. That man family don't got shit. And we but we we do know that your wife going, she gonna she gonna put them, she gonna put the mittens up for you. <laughs> Listen, nah, just, tiny, just got hands, bro. She designed all that shit. Well, well, let's ask. We, we gotta go we've gotta wrap up soon. Um I I have an appointment. I have to go see my barber well, at eleven o'clock at night on a, on good. a Tuesday. And and I would have kept kept it growing, but last question for Snags football what? Growing, growing my hair. Oh, yeah, okay. Yo, you've just been waiting to pause me all episode, and I didn't say anything yet. So you were like, you gotta say something. But snacks, pause for some reason eventually. <laughs> what do you hear that you are feeling comfortable to tell us about the most mysterious team in the A7FL, which is probably the biggest question mark headed into the, the season, other than maybe the Rollers in the Watchmen? Do you know who's where, you know, who's playing what? What can we expect from this team that we basically know nothing about until you inform us because you're our guy? I could tell you this, though. I could tell you that they're not going to be – they're not going to be no uh, no walkover team. They're actually – all right. So the Watchmen is basically what me and my brother was trying to do from the get-go. We wanted to, which is we, you wanted to take the crocodiles and the extinct species and combine, right? Yes. Oh my we, god. We, we wanted to do that. So right? the extinct crocodile, crocodile species should have been the name of the thing. Whatever. So <laughs> that was the like, perfect fucking up. answer to what this. <laughs> That's how you guys said. deal with me every week. Whatever, yeah, we, and then just keep going. Snacks, now, you're, you're a treasure. Thank you. For I don't know up. how to fuck. I don't care. I don't really care how. I don't really care how nobody feel about this, but. This is what we wanted to do from the beginning. Me and Buck, we wanted to do this from the beginning. But everybody, everybody felt as though it wouldn't work because they didn't want to, they didn't want to like drop, drop guys that was their friends instead of making a team, even if that, even if it came down to me being dropped for a better running back. Because I tell you what, I I, I might be a good running back, but I give I, I Dion is Dion is an all-around everything. Beyond McDaniel, I, I gotta get that to I gotta get that to bro. So just let's just say if they had to if they had to drop me for Dion, it is what it is. <laughs> you're well, the thing about Dion yeah, is when you see bugging. him in person and you know him, he he's like he's like the number one fantasy draft pick that lets you down because he he year in year out is the running back that looks the best in practice, and then for whatever reason, whether it's the team he's on or he's just not consistent enough, you know, getting the carries. 
he doesn't put up the stats, but no, he does not. Every... I mean, we just watched him on B. What, what, what team did he play for last year? Because I know exactly that's the, that's the answer to the question, exactly. Yeah, but the point nah. is that everybody that yeah. plays on the roster with him and has to face him in practice has respect for the man's game. So it'll be interesting to see if he finds his way into the extinct crocodile species. Hey, bro, but, uh, yeah, but I, I appreciate that, bro. But you know, Dion, what he really, what he really want to play because Dion played, he actually. Actually, started playing down to just like everybody's potential when Dion really can be a big problem. He can really be a big problem. So I'm just giving it. I'm just giving an example. They didn't oh, want. Yeah, okay. Right. They didn't want to do that. Like they, they, they didn't want to do that because it was. They start talking about it's going to be egos. It's egos. It's, it's too. They didn't want to do that. So at the end of the fucking day, now they still end up doing it. Yeah, and I now, mean. and now me and me, now me and my brother gone. Yeah. And now they, you know what I'm saying? Like now they, they want down it, down it, now they want us back now. But it's yeah. too late. Like too we, late. we went to the U, and we're gonna beat the shit out of all of y'all, every team in this shit. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a real quick rapid fire, and uh, you know maybe the ones on the uh, the a7fl.tv watching this are gonna get a better. So maybe even just give me a code if you don't want to go. But I'm a, I'm gonna shout out a name and you just tell me yes or no to the Watchmen. Ace Boogie, go. Yes. Uh, Aunt Mo, go. Yes. Uh, Freight Train, go. Yes. Tony Toe Tap. Yes. Pack Money. Yes. Beefy. Yes. Uh, Nick Mays. No. No. Bone. Tulsa. Yeah, to the extent that he always plays. So yeah, he's on the roster, but we won't see him. Jawan Lipscomb. Jawan Lipscomb. Said Lipscomb. Yeah, I said Lipscomb. He said Sly. I know Sly's a no though, right? No. No, no, no. Lipscomb is a no. Okay. What about Sly? Yes. So we're we're the the so we're really the advertisement that we're getting. And then the only one that it kind of like it limps in at the end because it was it was one of them, but Lenny. Yes. Yeah. So like it, it, I mean, no, no disrespect to Lenny, but after after all of those names, it kind of limps in. So basically, what we're saying is, what about Nani Forrester? Yes. Starting quarterback. We said Ace. Ace is actually holy, yo. I'm, That's I'm, what we're saying. And then and then based shit. on his health issues, they have Lenny Manziel just in case. You know, so, you know, Lenny, so Lenny, he's a potential. I'm sorry, Corey. Are you good? Potential starting quarterback on any team if he if he ever just got the right. See, the problem is he want to play with the he want to play with the with the big with the big name teams, and he's always in somebody's shadows. If if Lenny went with a team like the Buzz, just you know, just throwing a name out there. But they love Mark Diggs specifically with yeah, Buzz, so that's a tough love, one. They love his fat ass. They love his fat ass. He takes. Don't disrespect my my other pocket passer in the league. He takes take one step and throw that bitch fifty yards and pray that somebody go get it. And Mike, and he, he gonna make it. Usually, is gonna make it. Yeah, and Mike and Mike is and Mike is a problem. But we talking about Lenny yeah, right problem. now. I know y'all gotta go. I know y'all gotta go. I know y'all gotta go. But if Lenny would just stop trying to. Play on the big name teams and just go and it'll get a, a little mediocre team. Here, what he showed everybody, what he got. 
Well, and based on based on what we know of Ace, Ace is one of the best, if not the best, quarterback from the the the, the state of Maryland in our league. But you know, the one question mark is: Is he going to last the whole season? So having Lenny on the roster, I think. Hey, I mean, guys, if that if all of what Snags is saying is true, what we found out is that the Watchmen are going to be a team. Watch this, guys. To watch. What? Oh. God damn you. I knew I knew Snags would actually find it funny, man. He always laughs at my corny shit. I appreciate you, bro. When on you, that heard, note, you heard the way that they have, they deal with me. They're like, man, come on. Can this guy just shut up? Tinyurl.com backslash A7FL merch. Angelo Lewis, Snag Sosa. Hus Hus, thick boy season. I'll try. Which shirt are you getting, my guy? Me? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. All right, I'm sorry, I missed that point. All right, the all right, the hus hus and what what was it again? Hus so hus, the, thick boy season, or I'll try. We ask everybody. We want to get everybody's okay. take. Rob is on a losing streak, I'll, by the way. I'll have to go with I'll have to go with um the thick boy season. Let's go, de coño. See, but I, I like I like hus hus, right? But. Yeah. But thick boy season is just, you know, like a lot of a lot of guys don't get it. The, 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 the big boys they don't give, they don't really give them no love. They they the ones that really matter on the field. To don't be lie, honest. Snags. You love the artwork. <laughs> at at Jess Ham Tattoos has made a winner, and week in week out, the A7FL family is falling in love with not only the face that you see there, <laughs> but the shirt and tinyurl.com backslash A7FL merch. Congratulations, season, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations, man. You know, you know funny? I can't. I got my win, and I stopped the tally. I stopped counting. I was like, I got one. I got to one. quote the late great buddy Rogers to a nicer guy. It couldn't happen. Patterson, you native, Patterson, New Jersey native, <laughs> our newest Patterson, you member, Angela Lewis, aka Snag Sosa. Excited to see what you do in the backfield starting March 26th. Thanks for finally joining us here on the show. I know we wanted to have you before. Couldn't get it to line up, but we had it line up tonight. Thanks for joining us, if not for a few minutes. Uh, we'll be seeing him on the field, and uh, you can see us right here every week on a7fl.tv. We'll be bringing you the three-on-one podcast, and also a7fl1 starting soon on a7fl.tv. In March 26th, three games a week. That's right. You're going to get tired of us real fucking soon, but be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. Skillshare starts next week. So start getting some skills that you can share and giving us money. The more you Skillshare, <laughs> the more we make money. So the more Skillshare. You make money. It's skills that you can sh- will be shared with. You'll have the skills if you go to Skillshare. I will, I will be doing the reads. Just yeah, you're better at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to crash and car and crash again. But She's going to crash out. But, but for Snag Sosa, for Big Rob Fabian, for Corey Hammond, I'm Matt Ryan saying, as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town.